listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. They call me Edward Scissorhands because I'm trying to cut. It claims she got cramps because I'm, I'm, I'm going to get you to suck. You're not going to use your teeth in your head. You're going to find out what knives beneath right here. The preacher's wife don't give head. Get a divorce, man. The kids will call you the hellish horse, man. I sleep hollow. See, she swallow. Sound like an old girl booed at the Apollo. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tales podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. That's right. Drop bombs on them. Uh, and this is, uh, the last show of the week, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, in true the Blackout Tales format, you know, save our best for last. Okay. Yes. We brought some guests in you know uh to to t- first time ever on the show really you know but not the first time we ever talked about them but Mm-mm. first time they've ever come on the show it's my man brandon collins who you guys should know uh from his yeah. multiple appearances on this show mm-hmm. and uh you know i've been on comedy outliers before but he's normally with mike brown so what's going on brandon hey doing guys thank you for having me on with uh my other co-partner uh yeah. justin brown yeah the there other brown i'm the other brown and i was the gonna darker brown. I, and i was gonna <laughs> introduce uh singing phenomenon uh justin brown who uh you know you guys should know uh we actually played the theme song to me and popcorn on the show yesterday to give people just a treat for for what oh, i what i would dub as the greatest yeah the greatest intro, intro theme song to it, of all podcasting of all time yes, ever because we sing it out loud in the car every time every time um <laughs> but uh it's my man justin brown dog what's going on what's up y'all what's up y'all you know what's funny brandon thought that i was crazy for that and he was just like this is just insane we can't do this sometimes <laughs> you have to take the chance to to yeah. win you know uh it's it's like bruce leroy you know sometimes you gotta kiss lord charles or it's never gonna happen there you go i'm gonna try to play this i'm let me let me see if i can play the theme song because this, this literally is my favorite fucking theme song yeah Yo, thank you guys so much man. Give, let, let me play this real quick let y'all pile up and play it back to back to back to back (laughs) (laughs) now here's the thing what is the origin story of this theme song because i went and listened to all the episodes and it didn't always used to be there yeah yeah so i used to do media popcorn by myself and i did one over uh forget me not right uh and that was all right but then when justin joined it was like we gotta do a theme song together we need to establish that this is a partnership and uh we we spent like an afternoon going through songs and stuff yeah and we both discovered for some reason we really liked uh easy lover yeah <laughs> so i just downloaded the instrumental version then we tried it like we did like seven takes i think of just just singing at me ad-libbing because that's what i like to do 
I well, have to be the ditty on this shit. I just <laughs> ad-lib and stuff. And most, and most of them, they were pretty much exactly like that. But we kept laughing. We just kept on laughing. So we finally got one of us not laughing at it. And we're like, all right, we're going to keep this one. This is it. That's how you know it's great, man. When you can barely do it without laughing. And you know everybody else hearing it is going to get a laugh on uh but it's so it's so intense yes and it brings so much so much uh joy in our lives because roger could already heard it and, and and i was riding and all of a sudden it came on i was like oh my gosh what is this magic you're playing for me who is this <laughs> uh my boy says like you know the, the thing that kills me about it is like you're really going for it justin like you're going for it all in. like you're not messing around you're going all in that's how it should be, man. You know, we didn't write anything down, by the way. We just were going. Justin was going off the dome with his lyrics. I was just saying crazy shit in the background. <laughs> That's why it took so many times. Now I want to hear the right. outtakes. <laughs> I you know. Never knew what I was gonna say. Now I want to hear all the outtakes, like what didn't make it into into the first cut. <laughs> um, we're, all, we're actually thinking about doing a music video, by the way, because we got a lot of hits. So like people are like, you guys got to do something with that song. You so. a video. Yes, I need we're that. I need that in my life, dog. Yes, didn't know I need it, but I do. Um, now also, um, you know, this is Blackout Tips. Mm-hmm. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher. You can search, uh, the Blackout Tips, uh, and we'll come up, leave us five star reviews, and we'll read them on the show, uh, on our feedback show, as long as, uh, they're nice. The official weapon of the show is the taser and unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. And today marks day 575 that Bobby Schmurter has been locked up in jail mm-hmm. on $2 million bail that will not be reduced possibly throughout mm-hmm. the entire summer. Imagine spending almost two years away from your family and loved ones. Uh, and they haven't even told you what you did yet at all. Um, of course, uh, you can, uh, the show is double sponsored. It's sponsored by shadow dog productions. They have a YouTube channel it's called shadow dog production no s so go to youtube.com uh, slash shadow dog production and uh, check out all the trailers for their movies you can check out behind the scenes uh videos that we did interviews that we've done a bunch of stuff uh just go to the youtube channel and put in shadow dog production and check us out uh and then also we're sponsored by bevel that's right yeah this episode is brought to you by bevel the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today and use code tbgwt you get 20 percent off your first month at getbevel.com that's g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l dot com all right bevel get your sexy on mm-hmm. get your look at your sexy ass <laughs> um so uh you know first of all man uh congratulations to my man brandon dog he popped a question thank you thank you yeah congratulations <laughs> yeah if you were trying to get in on the brandon market you uh you you, you should have got in on the ground floor ladies it's a, it's a wrap yes how how, how does it feel <laughs> Uh, it feels great. I mean, my, my girlfriend and I were together for a long time. Um, so it's just, everyone was just waiting for when it was a bit, you know, when I was going to officially at, pop the question. Uh, we were on a trip in France and I was like, if I don't ask it now, it's going to be a lost opportunity. So I asked her on the beach in France, which is the most romantic thing I've ever done in my life. And now everything is downhill from here. Were you planning to pop the question when you booked your trip to France, or was this a thing that you like? Yeah, just... yeah, yeah. Like when, once uh, my friend was like, "Yo, I got a villa." Uh, my friend's got a villa in Cannes, 
we can go. It'll be dope. Bring Tati. And I was like, I got, I'm going to propose that. I need to get some white friends. I need to get some good old white friends. Right? <laughs> I, see, I, see, I see why you be going down to the compound now, man. I don't have the connections to pull no shit like that off. I be like, we're going to get married in Detroit, girl. It's going to be, it's going to be so real. Down by where the Pistons play. That, that, that's too real. Now, then I have a question. Did she take you seriously? Cause you're a comedian. So did she think you was trying to do a stand up for? The first thing that came out of her mouth when I asked her to marry me was, are you serious? <laughs> she, you blame she her? Like, she was so shot, and so uh I was like, "Yeah, absolutely." You know, I had the ring and everything, and she's like, she was kind of overwhelmed because she just had no idea, which is great. um But the fact that the first thing she said was, "Are you serious?" I said, "But I get that's better than is this a joke?" You know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's better than no, right? <laughs> like, yeah, well, obviously, yeah, and and like how how long were y'all up there uh in France? We were there for like ten days. I asked her on the. The second to last night we were in France. So, uh, we were talking about this on me and popcorn, but, uh, the balls to do it, um, then I think I would have proposed in the airport on the flight home. You know, just, to make sure. <laughs> just, you know, cause if you say no, then it's just one last trip on this airplane and then we can never yeah. speak again, you know, yeah. cause I don't think I could get no on day eight and then be like, so we still going to the loop? Uh, Come on. I mean, it's oh, pay- I it's immediately booked the flight home and cried. Just <laughs> <laughs> soaked in tears. Yeah. Just my, I would have tried to wipe her from my like fucking memory and shit. Like Eternal Sunshine spot was mine. <laughs> she she would have she would have got back home to their apartment and all her shit would have been out on the street. <laughs> I've been like, an angry black woman like you ain't coming back in here. Hanging out the window like it's two two seven. It'd be all sassy. You'd be like that, uh, that scene where Pootie Tang got kicked out that woman's house. Yes! <laughs> take it, take this big wheel. Um, well that's, man, that's good, dog. That's, uh, you know, so now is everybody asking you like, so when's the wedding? What's, uh, uh what's the not plan? me. Everyone's just saying congrats to me, but she's been getting it a lot. Like mm. she went out yesterday with some few of her girlfriends and they, that's all they kept asking about ah yeah i don't have to worry about that but she is getting the brunt of it which is uh i guess that comes with the territory yeah it's Uh, weird because it's like peer pressure things like you you say like okay i'm you know everybody when you're dating for more than six days everybody's like so when y'all getting married right when you gonna ask her to marry you and so you do that then it's like so when y'all gonna have a wedding then you do that then it's like so when y'all gonna have some kids right you know the the questions don't stop and uh, and the thing is is women peer pressure most dudes don't give a fuck now turn funny and they're not gonna actually do when you get married they're gonna be like you know you send me an invitation and i don't want to even care if you forget about them they probably would like for you to forget about them so they don't have to buy a fucking suit well when's your yeah. when's your bachelor party expensive yeah when's the when's the bachelor party that's what people want to know yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what i want to know too you going to it's vegas funny. you uh have you de- so but you still have to decide some things like do you know who your best man is and stuff uh, I mean, I haven't thought that far ahead. Yeah, exactly. See, yeah, these are the uh, things. That's, that's gonna be a question. I think you should make them have a competition for it, man. 
I, I would be the one to do that. Yeah. I have like some fucking Hunger Games. And I would do so, <laughs> I would do so crazy to the point where no one wants to be my best man at the end. <laughs> I'm like, yo, fuck you, Brent. I ain't eating no roaches. I'm like, don't anybody love me. <laughs> you're gonna get, you're gonna hire Joe Rogan so he could come out of retirement for Fear Factor to do Fear Factor for you. <laughs> you should be like, Who, whoever can oh, get me the best spot in New York. Uh, you <laughs> get me on at a club I've never been on at before and I got you. Uh, but nah, that's, that's cool, dog. Um, you know, congratulations. Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, uh it doesn't feel any different. Mm-hmm. Only thing that's different now is she's like, oh, we should open up a joint bank account now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nah, if there's any way that this marriage is going to end before it starts, it's that. Yeah, she well, sees. She finds out how deep my financial, mm. is, how deep in the financial squander you are. <laughs> you still have a monthly subscription to bangbros.com? <laughs> we need no one pays no one pays for porn on the internet brandon nobody uh but i like to but they, they update every 20 minutes <laughs> right that's that's my yeah that's that's like my college student loans you know i owe them oh um uh, also you know justin uh are you dating anybody man what's going on with you nope so, no. well, so actually i'm gonna plead the fifth on that mm. because <laughs> you gotta plead the fifth because mm. I may be talking to people, you don't want to be, you know, jump the gun. So you're not, say, you're not dating I'm, anyone I'm not in any capacity right now. So you're not dating anyone, but you know somebody that would be very offended if they heard you weren't dating anybody. Man, come on now. <laughs> 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 there are so many amendments. <laughs> the snapper is most of the women that hook up with Justin think he's Omar Epps. Uh, <laughs> I get all upset. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I got jokes for you too. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but that um and then also, man, uh what was the development of medium popcorn? Because Brandon says he used to do this show by himself. Like, what was the impetus to bring on Justin and all that stuff? Man, have you ever tried to, like, listen to a podcast where someone's just talking about themselves? I'm not Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like, I, it was sad. Like, it was just me talking about movies by myself, and that's just depressing. Like, I would listen back and be like, man, this is weird. Um, and then uh, Justin and I, we, like, we, we talk about a lot of stuff. We actually met on, like, a filming set for Oh, Alex yeah. Schumer. That was ridiculous. I, years ago. Like, that's how we first met. And we just connected because we could just talk for a long time about whatever. We met seven years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So uh, I was like, if I'm going to do this with a a partner, I'm going to bring on Justin because then it's like, it's just funny. And like like you saw today, Rob, we we were going to talk about The Last Dragon, right? Mm -hmm. But we talked about Independence Day and like random shit. And we can just do that. And that's what I, I See, love about the partnership. The first episode I came on, though, we were uh, he we did um, like a mystery science theater version of the room. Yeah, and we did the room, which you know, not a lot of people. Know. Well, you know, if you've listened to the podcast, that I hate the room, and I've almost assaulted Brandon on many occasions just <laughs> bringing the room into my life. For so folks I get that, angry. For folks that don't know what The Room is, The Room is like pretty much called the worst movie ever made. Mm-hmm. It's by this weird French dude named Tommy Wiseau. It's like you can YouTube it, The Room. It's it's like some of the worst acting and green screen you'll ever see in your life. I've made Justin watch this probably like four times now. Oh, I made man. him and our friend Dylan Stevenson go with me to a midnight screening of it. And they just were like so upset at me. But I bought the ticket, so 
they can't get too mad at me <laughs> i mean as long as they don't value their time yeah, you know, well uh the, the joke's on brandon because i have actually booked tommy uh, lazo to actually officiate your wedding <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be the wedding coordinator it's gonna be all fucked up uh, <laughs> but that's cool man that y'all were able to like you know meet up and and and, and like what what movie was this at you said uh the room the room that y'all y'all met at the room no oh, no, no. oh you mean uh what are we where do we what set do we meet on yeah what's that okay can uh, you say college humor video i think it's called uh it's i think it's online it's called ghost spiders right yes ghost okay spiders. so you and, met uh, there was, and what happened i was playing like a golf kid which is ridiculous because i'm probably the biggest golf kid anybody's ever seen and he was a bully in the class so I was being bullied by little ass Brandon, which is ridiculous. <laughs> and but, we were just improvising for hours, just making fun of yeah, each other. Yeah, we stayed in character the entire shoot, oh. and, and, and then we just became friends after that. Then you know, I found out Brandon does stand up, and I do stand up. So then we both just started, you know, doing stand up shows together, and then started. And we have a sketch comedy group with uh, Dylan Stevenson. You guys can check out uh, our YouTube page, Grits Comedy. Um, we have like a really funny one uh, called Back to the Looper. Um, we're, uh, 24%. We're working on some new stuff too. Uh, we do a lot of live sketch shows, but, uh, yeah, Justin and I have been like doing sketch comedy stuff together for a while. So that's just natural for us to do the medium popcorn thing where, uh, we just talk about movies and say crazy, somewhat creepy stuff sometimes. Mm -hmm. No, a lot of creepy stuff. A lot of creepy stuff. Yeah. I always feel, I always feel like, um, y'all are harder on yourselves about how creepy it is than than the audience is mm-hmm. like i always feel like it wasn't that bad i've heard worse but maybe yeah. i just listened to some horrible people and y'all are Agreed. just like the least horrible <laughs> i don't know Agreed. I'd be like, we, got not of, that bad. Uh, we got oh sorry Karen. Oh, no we got problem. a lot of complaints about the tina turner episode the what's love, love got, got to do with it yeah but in all fairness that is a movie that is so silly over the top even right. though it's about a very serious subject that it's impossible to treat it as in a serious context i laugh that is the most funniest comedy ever and it's not supposed to be a comedy. i always say what's love got to do with it is devastating and one of the most powerful pieces on domestic violence if you watch it one time and never again but if you try watching that shit twice you're gonna find yourself laughing so hard that you're like i think i'm a bad person (laughs) like like lawrence fishburne with her in the ambulance is like Anime. If you die, I swear I'll kill you. Yeah, yes. I'll kill you. He's like, bitch, yes. you better not, you better not die with two more kids. <laughs> eat, eat, eat the cake, eat the cake, Tina. Just eat the eat the goddamn cake. No, Ike. Y'all go in the room back now. Me and your mommy just talk. Low, low key the, <laughs> low key the funniest the funniest line to me is uh is actually uh when old girl gets up and says you ain't got to hit me but once. And walks the <laughs> fuck out of that diner like, uh, bye. <laughs> you think it's okay to let a motherfucker pound on you? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he should have won an Oscar for that. Mm-hmm. They all should have won Oscars. That is yeah. crazy. Yeah, that was a crazy ass movie. But yeah, I didn't even think that was that bad, man. Uh, okay. and, and then you guys, uh, you know, sort of like brought in, uh, a, a female voice to go through Showgirls, which I thought was a smart move. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we need to have some levity to that that yeah. shit show movie. <laughs> Terrible movie. Yeah, that one was bad. Every time I think of that movie, but it's so I, sad. I gotta say, I, well, 
you, you obviously both listened to an episode. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was just so – her story was so interesting. Just right off the bat, the fact is, you know, she was, you know, Mormon, and then she, you know, comes and moves to New York and is like, okay, I'm a stripper now. And then, and then talking about this movie, I was like, I, I randomly met her. Just, just, just happened. I was at an audition and she was there and we had a conversation. And I was like, you need to come on Medium Popcorn and mm. review this movie with us. And it just happened like that. But, you know, well, that's the, a good the one thing. thing I love and hate about Justin is that he can start a conversation with anybody. That's mm. me. And sometimes it'll be the worst person you want yes. to have a conversation with but he'll keep going that is the absolute worst shit ever like when i go out by myself i don't end up in those circumstances most of the time like sometimes crazy people will talk to me but like they have to get through barriers like my headphones or the fact that i don't want to like make eye contact and shit but like uh when i'm with karen it's like she's like a talking magnet man. i am and sometimes i don't say nothing they come to to me. Nah, she's lying. She says something every time. It's always because, like, there's certain people that oh, I can. Okay. There's certain people I size up from like fucking thirty feet away, and I'm like, I don't repent. No don't reason. speak to this person because they're gonna fucking. They look like they can't wait to talk your goddamn head off. And then Karen will look at that person and be like, "Hey, sweetie, how are you?" And then they just like, "Oh, well, you know, my wife is actually going through chemo right now, and uh it's been raining outside, you know." And I was actually thinking about voting for Donald Trump, and I thought we could have a long ass conversation about this bullshit and i'm just sitting here like why did i not go to the store by myself <laughs> yep. you know the funny thing is i put on my headphones all the time to deter people but then when i, I see somebody worry. and they're a little crazy i'm just like oh shit i need to get in on this take these headphones off and uh bring out a pad like go ahead go ahead well we were uh <laughs> we were doing auditions for our sketch comedy group and uh this Arab dude came in and he like spoke hardly any English. And I'm like, Dylan, Dylan and I are like, clearly like, well, we're not going to work with this guy because we can understand what he's saying and vice versa. Justin starts improvising with him for like 20 minutes. And I'm like, nigga, just let him go. Like, we got to go. We got more auditions. Yo, this dude, he rode a bike to the audition and he was just dripping sweat and he just smelled like a bag of dicks. But it was just too funny to let this guy just walk out of there. His name was Abbas. That's that's how I did the first. I did the first uh, comedy show in Iraq. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Give y'all a history lesson. <laughs> it was the bomb. Um, One of the worst comedy auditions I've ever seen, and Justin kept going. <laughs> uh, also, like, uh, do you only partner up? on podcast with people whose last name is brown brandon or is this like you know, it was seen that way right uh-huh so uh, maybe is justin justin you related to mike no oh okay no. all right yeah just, just just happened you know there's just a thousand browns out there the most generic black name well actually no generic last name because there's so many white browns too so mm. i can't even yeah there's charlie brown encyclopedia there's, uh, brown brown <laughs> Y'all ever uh, have Mike Brown on a podcast uh, episode yet? Mike doesn't really watch. Uh, I mean, he watches movies, but like we've never had like a long conversation with Mike about like movies and stuff. Like we have like we like we had Chris Lambert on because Chris Lambert is a big movie dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to have JL on eventually, but he's so angry. I don't know if I'll ever be able to talk about a happy movie. Ah! Maybe definitely we'll have him on to talk about something that made him smile. Uh, bring him on to talk about Ghostbusters. He probably can't wait to. To, for an excuse that. to talk about that 
<laughs> not against it. Not against. I we don't really. We, we just recently started having guests on Media and Popcorn too. Like, uh, it's usually just Justin and I, fucking ranting about whatever movie we saw recently, or if like we decide there's a movie that we should definitely cover because fans have been tweeting at us or whatever. That's when we'll uh we'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. Well, until I see Mike and Justin in the same place, they basically the same dude to me. So. <laughs> hey, they're both bald. They're both called Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of they got to do the same. They got to do the show at the same time. Um, <laughs> then I believe it. Uh, all right, man. Well, we got news and shit to talk about, guys. Okay. Let's do it. All kinds of news is happening. Uh, I don't know if you guys caught this, but um, hip VH1 did a hip hop honors mm-hmm. for um. Oh wait, I'm hearing an echo over there somehow. You guys, uh, you guys hearing an echo or is it just me? No, it's on your side. All right, hold on, let me see. I, I don't know. I don't even know where it went. All right, so it's gone. Anyway, um, hip hop honors was basically uh, this year. It was all about the ladies, mm-hmm. the lady rappers who uh, you know have molded hip hop from way back. I mean, they had like queen latifah and like yep. uh you and i T-Y. salt and pepper and cinderella uh lady of rage was there mia yeah, x went way back missy look him was there uh shit they even have faith she evans you under the lights say that again you can see her under the lights because she's so bright there. look him um well you know the artist formerly known as little cam was there you know she's had she's gone nobody, through some changes i hope nobody spilled water on her fetter after midnight yeah <laughs> i hope not either baby. <laughs> oh man i'm glad y'all got that reference yeah, yeah. man I, I've, I've seen uh gremlins too she like <laughs> she like that that lady gremlin in gremlins too oh my yeah, god yeah. Really the one that was trying to holler at um dude um so how many of y'all would actually fuck no that got yeah, weird no. the lady gremlin she was she was kind of rapey at the end nah she was kind of rapey she tried to take it i don't know what was up with that lady gremlin i, I, I like an aggressive woman ladies there you go aggressive. get aggressive up on justin if you need to oh, um <laughs> so so uh apparently some people weren't invited and oh. one of those people was foxy brown oh shit yeah which says a lot because i can't imagine talking about the ladies of hip-hop without talking about yeah. the ill no nah, no nah, man foxy brown was her and lil kim that was like a huge rivalry at the time but she created a lot of enemies right that's the problem yeah probably, apparently right? like a lot of those female rappers i remember she had like a lot of problems with and if but isn't like foxy brown like blind or something so she, like, she went deaf. She went deaf. Oh, she went deaf. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. She was with I deaf. Mean, she was with deaf jam. Implant. I mean, does she? Aww. They. They. You know. I think she can hear again now. I don't. I don't know what the rule is, but you know, I think she was with deaf jam. But I. I think she. I think Foxy can hear now. Um, I'm about to Google Foxy Brown hearing just because. Yeah, I, I don't know the like, answer to this yeah foxy brown returns deafness cured so she back she can hear um <laughs> how did you your deafness just like ah don't worry i can hear again guys i'm good gotta be a hearing it, aid or something or correction surgery black girls are magic that's how yeah there you go and real magic go. Mm-hmm. maybe diddy hit her when she was sleeping one night <laughs> i think that's how you lose hearing um uh ask uh holly berry that's how she lost hearing the dude hit her in the ear 
Um, oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. David Justice, right? No, it wasn't David Justice. Uh, he they corrected uh, that rumor as of last year, which is amazing that it took that long for that to that to not be a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if, right? if I was walking around for 20 years, he just got fed up one day and went to Twitter was like, "Hey, man, y'all need to cut this shit out." I'd never hit that woman in my life, and she came out and was like, "Yeah, he he, it wasn't him." It's like, it well, damn. Williams? Uh, I don't know because she did, she dated Wesley Snipes. Like it was yeah. a few famous dudes. Yeah. It's probably Wesley. No, yeah. actually, it's probably Christopher Williams because he has like a violent past. He's, oh, like, he fights in clubs like all the time. Oh, uh, yeah, true. Yeah, but I that's mean, just that's just super. Were dreaming when he was around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's just that's su- how she got hit. He was like, "Don't wake me, <laughs> I'm dreaming." <laughs> that's how that went this entire discussion just got very problematic she wasn't ready she wasn't ready everything got problematic she should have let him sleep i'm blaming the victim i'm just saying <laughs> just saying karen karen took it there guys don't write, don't write me don't write me <laughs> she should let him sleep uh so yeah um five, <laughs> i can't even remember oh yeah so they did rectify but they didn't say who it was uh but yeah foxy brown wasn't invited lauren hill well she could have been invited but she might not have not shown up who knows she would have been five hours late yeah, yeah. yeah i bet she was invited she just missed the taping she just comes lauren on hill stage just got there right now <laughs> yes. they're like thank you guys good night y'all have a good one and she just comes in like it's funny how money changes situation uh it's just an empty ass arena and shit everybody's uh, going you are too good to be true yeah <laughs> where's everybody at oh um also i don't know what's wrong with her she's crazier than squirrel jizz man she's yeah. nutty man can't, under- can't understand everybody man uh and Nicki minaj and iggy azalea weren't there but maybe it's because they're newer i don't know yeah maybe well, iggy azalea is also back in australia because she she got nothing to live for no more yeah after yeah. nick young did her like that yeah Nicki minaj they might have invited Nicki, and Nicki was like i got shit to do uh maybe i don't know i feel like she would have shown up you know no, Nicki, no probably let her out of the house oh uh, no, baby don't go no I can't yeah. go you yeah, can't yeah, go. Yeah, he can't go. <laughs> yeah i was gonna say wait how he gonna stop her once she make it to the porch, his ass is done. <laughs> yeah. She's like, don't don't catch a charge. Don't catch a charge trying to chase after me. Little Rissa starts beeping and shit. He's like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he just, baby, bring me back a Gatorade. Yeah. <laughs> he runs to the edge of the driveway like, come on, baby, please. Oh. Just give me some Bojangles on your way back he home. Try, he tries to run after a limo and shit, and then he like, just starts beeping. And he has to run back like Shia LaBeouf in a Disturbia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit, shit, shit. <laughs> uh so foxy brown went to instagram to to leave a message for everybody she says thank you beloved kissy face emoji kissy face emoji and be clear guys this is only being granted a caption due due to the overwhelming outcry for fans everywhere i woke this morning to our fans across the world's trending outrage at reality show network at vh1's non-inclusion of lauren hill and foxy brown anyone recognize whether the contribution big or small i applaud personally uh i'd prefer being held to a much higher standard in my walk but fans went ballistic the people have spoken we've been blessed to set the bar at its highest heights 
most notably receiving the 2016 historic key to my city of brooklyn therefore humbly speaking the caliber of honor i'd aspire to are those upper echelon after all guys this is vh1 mm. truthfully the only accolade that truly matters to me is of the most that of the most high rest assured i'm in the studio perfecting this incredible return humbled and blessed to kill it again my girl l boogie my fave and i have the dopest convo cracking jokes in our caribbean accents as she prepares for an amazing overseas tour so actually guys let's thank vh1 as we are definitely the difference i love my fox nation at uh love fox so there you guys go that was very long-winded Mm-hmm. by foxy brown and she is the last person i would ever think would say like hugs and kissy faces and shit like that yeah <laughs> that's the last person i would ever think would say something like that that's well you know, you know just, she changed my mind if she got a new album coming out you know she mad that she wasn't getting exposure on bh1 right that's true and also um nobody won't go to that lauren hill overseas tour mm-hmm. she, no, ain't, nobody she ain't gonna make it it's gonna still right it's gonna still be on eastern standard time but it's gonna be in europe her like (laughs) it's insane how defensive she gets about her being late she gets upset when people call her out and like what happened with the grammys thing Mm -hmm. yeah she was like the weekend was like she just didn't show up and she's like oh but traffic and yada yada it's like Mm -hmm. girl you haven't had an album like 15 years you need to show up to things on time yep you need money you go to jail like how you expect to make money if you don't even be there like yeah all your money going to back taxes honey mm. uh sp- speaking of was mc light there was who mc light, MC uh, light. i want to say, say yeah, yeah but i'm not sure i might be confusing with the with the when i just watched the bet awards and she was um announcing but i think she was i want to say she was there it's like they had literally everybody like niggas with you just like making them up like yeah but i bet they ain't got the boss from the south in there and it's like yep we got the boss nigga like they about they probably ain't got the right like they need to be shouting out the brat and they brought the brat out i said god damn everybody out here but yeah foxy wasn't there man they had faith introduced little cam that's when i said man sisterhood is some real shit because i never thought i'd live long enough to see that moment mm-hmm like yeah. i kept expecting faith to end it with and hit his bitch go like because <laughs> ah! they I think in the end if you really think about it, faith won that battle you know what i mean mm. she's got like a great son she mm. still looked pretty good yeah I think she, she had the titties out. all the way I out them royalties. she had the yeah. titties all the way out she was killing it it was a amazing amazing tribute um yeah yeah she probably just was like in her mind like almost like some lannister shit like just there she go y'all look at the mess she's become oh and look at me um but yeah erica badu uh she has uh decided to donate her concert funds to aid the detroit rape kit project um she's joining the campaign to process abandoned rape kits and find criminals connected to them uh which uh maybe she felt she needed to do after she said that crazy shit on twitter kind of blaming girls for wearing like short skirts in high school and junior high school and teachers being attracted to them and shit uh now i now for the record she never said something like people deserve to be raped Mm -hmm. or whatever but still those comments are along the lines that a lot of people who uh basically 
the whole blame camps. blame victims they were along the same lines it just didn't get to that full extent but it was very much like well what you expect them to do you wore shorts to school yeah. Uh, well, I mean, isn't she the same one who had that video where she's slowly taking off her clothes and she walking on down the street butt ass? Yep. Yep. She did. I was a fan of that. Yes, Me too. Yes, I was. Oh, that, that was like a shelf. It really was. <laughs> like a camel. At at yeah. that moment, we all understood why Andre three thousand put on them shoulder pads, dog. Yep. Yep. I'm like, I yep. put them shoulder pads on for that shit. Nigga, yeah, go take yeah. me to the thrift stop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's go shopping at Goodwill. <laughs> and she's a beautiful woman. We went to go see her perform. We didn't know she was going to be there years ago when Dave for, uh, Chappelle did his block party. And she showed up on stage. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, uh, she put on a hell of a show, too, man. Yeah, she's a great. I saw her rock the bells one year. She's, she's dope. But, she's, you know, I think that's, that's the thing about the internet, though, is like, people are very much like you fucked up away with you the end of you but people for the most part are pretty complicated yes at, at least people who are trying to be like some semblance of a good person i'm sure there's some people that are just like i'm evil i work for fox news fuck y'all but ah. for for some people it's like you know like erica badu didn't walk out her house trying to be like let me go justify these rapes Mm-mm. so uh it you know her money from her concert going to help hopefully solve some of these um cases and uh get these kits tested and stuff you know that's a big fucking deal man each kit costs about 490 dollars to test and about 10,000 kits have been tested so far uh but but they actually that much so he won't do it all right they don't i mean detroit probably says it's not in the budget but just think about that we prioritize things in the budget all the time you getting right not up for high priority mm-hmm. we get I to mean, it when we get to it yeah the threats have money issues for a long time uh when kill patrick he was in there mm-hmm. and he fucked up. my whole family's from detroit and i remember uh my grandfather used to talk about how corrupt the kill patrick family was because mm-hmm. my grandmother went to college with them mm-hmm. and he's like yeah them niggas gonna ruin the city <laughs> you gonna move to florida and that's, that's exactly, exactly what, what they did, did. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what fronts, he did. on all fronts they went to Florida, Kilpatrick, they fucked up the city. Yeah, he got arrested. He was, my papa was like, mm-hmm, see? what I tell you? I knew they wasn't shit in church. Mm, that's why I got my black <laughs> ass out of here. Blue suits. It wasn't even Easter. Um, I a lot. I love Detroit. Detroit's actually one of my favorite cities. Uh, ridiculous. Yeah, I, I've only been there once. Uh, I didn't really get to sightsee a lot, but uh, it was scary to me, so I'm never going back. <laughs> uh, in the summer, Detroit's awesome. Oh yeah, I didn't go in the summer. It was like winter time, so that may have oh, something to do with it. Don't want to be there. Yeah, it was cold. It got dark early. Um, mm-hmm. Although yeah, in they, that was the only mall I've ever been to where like the boot man, the the bootleg man had a booth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it, like in inside the mall, <laughs> the, it was a dude. Like you know how like sometimes you run into people that sell like watches outside of places like uh if you go to like the barber shop and you walk outside it's always a dude like hey man you trying to buy a watch something like that mm-hmm. that dude had a booth in the mall and and i know he was just a regular bootleg man because when we came up to him he was like my friend my friend uh rolex uh and we was like man that's not no fucking rolex he's like no 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 it's it's, it's, a, it's a rolex uh 3500 dollars was like man i'm not buying that shit and my brother talked that dude down uh my brother talked that dude down to some it was some ridiculous number like $25 or some shit and then my brother didn't buy it. It was the funniest shit ever. 
but yeah that was in the mall uh that was about right yeah see uh at any rate um erica badu is gonna donate her money to it and there's like eleven thousand three hundred other rape kits that have been found abandoned um shit i know right Right, and people talk about justice you go to the police and your shit sits there yeah so um so and then uh let's see then this is a huge group for enough said aa 490 she said in a statement everyone knows that erica badu is a major major talent in the music and songwriting industry for her to lend her name talent and time to this work is nothing short of a miracle justice for those these forgotten sexual assault victims has been given a phenomenal assist the badu announcement comes just weeks after a group of black men across the region announced that they would join the campaign which is at the heart of a unique public private partnership to raise money for public use that so many people are stepping up to help makes it less heartbreaking that justice was denied so many women for so long yeah some of these cases go back like probably decades yeah like they didn't even find this until 2009 like they found the abandoned kits in 2009 which means who knows when this shit started well say that again brandon yeah. i was saying doesn't that fuck up the statute of limitations for a lot of these victims like probably like, let's say the kids were like to bring back like someone someone's like friend that raped her mm-hmm. but then it's been like 10 years so she technically couldn't charge him right? i think yeah. the statute of limitations on rape and stuff like that is different i think it's actually pretty long on it, it de- yeah it depends it depends because like i think people are looking at kazi's case but kazi also had exorbitantly long times before being accused yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, you know i don't know what the statute of limitations is for uh michigan but um you know at any rate you would still i'd still rather have the evidence tested so like what if this person's a serial rapist and right there's a current case and now you're like oh wait a minute this dude's uh semen matches up to some other shit too now um but you know but it's also scary because we tell so many people silence women with yes why don't you just report it why don't you just call the police and it's like if you call the police and your shit still nothing ever happens and then you get shamed on top of it yeah yeah like SPU is bullshit. This shit don't get solved in forty five minutes, no. right? Like I can imagine I how many it. don't get reported. There was a survey the other day that said like on this, it was either like on campus or something on this study. It was like ninety two percent of rapes did not get reported uh, according right. to a survey. Like on the survey, it's not you know legally binding. You don't have to like go anywhere to like you're not calling the police, but it was just like, have you ever been sexually assaulted? And did you contact the police? And it was like, no you know like yes i was assaulted no i didn't tell anybody right yeah it's terrible uh yeah go ahead no i was gonna say something fucked up oh okay cool let's just move on let's just move on <laughs> just has to stop you know what you know what okay no anybody anybody like me like that's why i never get my ancestry done because i feel mm. like i'm giving my dna <laughs> oh I'm yeah, my DNA in the database. I don't need mm. that in my life. Now you know. Next yeah, what are you planning on doing? Yeah, what? Like, why would that be a problem to have? Like, you can put my DNA on file because I'll be fine. Like, why are you worried about it, Justin? No, I'm not worried about. It. I'm just saying, probably, probably, God. dudes. If, if, if you know what, I'm, I'm, I'm giving people ideas. I'm giving people mm. ideas. Let me just be quiet. Okay. I'm gonna wake up one day. I'm gonna wake up one day, and people are tweeting at me like, "Yo, did you hear about what happened to your boy, Justin?" <laughs> right. 
he was a south side he was a south side strangler man you had no idea you've been doing a podcast with him all this time now your podcast is about to blow up that's the good news yeah you it, it's about to be large popcorn bad news is you about to testify you about to have to testify on a lot of things <laughs> yeah good brandon i listened to uh we listened to your what's left to got to do with it yeah <laughs> we, we didn't really think that justin was ike turner we, yeah. <laughs> we think that you had a lot of they're gonna treat me like they treated uh paterno they're gonna be like you knew that justin was a creep right we're gonna have to we're gonna have to take you downtown as an accomplice because there's no way you could have done that episode and not known and y'all uh-huh. y'all know i ain't gonna do well in jail uh-huh. even yeah. hold it yeah <laughs> And holding they'll shake me around like a jelly. <laughs> it's gonna be terrible. Oh no, they could get all in their man cake, son. Oh, oh cake. <laughs> something like cigarettes. <laughs> speaking of more, uh, <laughs> speaking of more shameful, problematic humor. Uh-oh. Uh, George W. Bush was, has gotten mocked because apparently, when uh, he, his wife, uh, Barack Obama and Michelle Obama all flew down to dallas for the memorial for those uh cops who were killed in the line of duty okay um and so apparently they played the battle hymn of the republic during a solemn memorial service for dallas cops and um george w bush started dancing wait dancing during the he during sw- the hymn he swayed and swung his arms and uh his bush held his wife's hand laura and first lady michelle as the choir sang one twitter user said michelle obama gave a master's class on restraint the ceremony took place let me see if i can play it i might be able to play it and let everybody see give me a uh, second yeah, i'm gonna yeah. share this my screen insane. with you guys but yeah man this this dude was president uh at one point <laughs> so y'all can see it, but look at every at how still everyone else is standing and that's when it's fit- sure he isn't off the wagon again though i we're i don't know we sure i don't know again? can't speculate on that i but- think he has a cte i think he has a cte uh, i think he's been playing football oh. i'm just saying guys he's a little bit off his john rocker tell the truth tell the truth <laughs> these are young men yeah wow yes uh all right here here here's uh so here look at how still everyone else is <laughs> oh, he getting down too. Michelle looking like motherfucker. What are you doing? Still, that's the silent black mama scream, dog. Oh, if we was in church, she, she would was lean like, over. I would yank the hell out of you and tell you to quit moving. Oh, George, stop it, George. <laughs> Poor was George. was that yeah, your... you know what? He just wanted to go on his farm and chill and do his paintings. And they're like, hey, this happened in Texas. You gotta go speak. And he's like, oh, jeez, okay. 
and he's trying to enjoy himself and start dancing an hour by his oh man i'm sorry everybody i was a little high (laughs) i gotta share my screen again so y'all can see michelle obama because they slowed it down and put pictures uh they like they stopped the picture at each time michelle's face look it's like michelle leaned over and said hey cut that shit out man (laughs) (laughs) right and like look at this this her leaning in it's just like is is he high yeah (laughs) this is like this is him mid song pretty much uh and then this is uh barack and michelle being like hey man it's not it's, like I'm right i'm already black and they think i'm on the protesting side as is don't dance uh but yeah he was getting it god damn he the it. only one rocking too he rocking Yo, so michelle, hard he was... yeah go ahead she sweetie. got the realest faces sometimes man when, yeah she when, black uh, they were at that dinner with John Boehner, and like he like said a joke, and she just rolled his her eyes. Yeah, and they caught that on camera. I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, people keep being like, I want Michelle to be president. I'm like, is the world ready for Michelle's faces? Because she, I can no. see her in a debate, and she's not gonna hide the contempt when you say some dumb, ignorant shit. She's just gonna look at you like, boy, are you serious right now? <laughs> and that's the shit. Remember, they held that against Obama when he was uh, debating Romney the first debate. Mm. I remember he was like, "What?" And the senator said, "What the fuck is this dude saying?" And they're like, "Man, you just you, like you looked really angry, and that's what like hurt him in the polls at that first debate." Mm. They're like, "He really got under his skin and all this shit," but it was really just Mitt Romney was lying. Like he mm. he was just taking positions he never like Barack Obama was actively being like, "Well, uh, he's never said that until tonight." So <laughs> they're like, what do you have to say to that, President? He's like, that's new. That's what I have to say to it. He's lying or something. Um, in white folks' news, uh, Katy Perry uh, apparently has celebrating her victory uh, because uh, Calvin Harris, who is Taylor Swift's ex, okay? Mm-hmm. Hopefully you guys are versed enough in white people news to keep up. Okay. Um, he basically said that uh he he because he, now that he broke up with taylor swift it's been very public he's very hurt uh he has now confirmed that it was taylor swift who started the beef between her and katie perry um a long time ago so uh it's officially been proven uh and uh taylor uh katie perry is, is celebrating today well, you know what? I'm glad that we got to the bottom of this. Who? What? No, I really am. I'm glad that we got to the bottom. Right? Of this. Did you really just mention that? Like what? Yeah. 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 Sometimes, sometimes we have to cover white people news. Yeah, sometimes okay? we gotta listen, cover the white on white crime. How are you gonna tell me Katy Perry like is happy because you know her nudes got released or something? I'm just gonna be like, okay, cool. No, man. There's more first, to life than just first, being naked, Brandon. First, we figure yeah. out Katy Perry and uh, Taylor Swift. Next is Tupac and Biggie, baby. Come exactly. On. We working our way we back. Go down the line. Statues of limitations. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, the thirty-one year old is celebrating after Calvin Harris confirmed that his ex girlfriend Taylor tried to bury Katie, uh, suggesting that she was the one that ignited that ongoing feud all along. Katie was quick to respond, reveling in the fact that Calvin had called out her rival by retweeting a post she had shared in May of last year, which read Time, the ultimate truth teller. And then she tweeted out a picture of Hillary Clinton with a knowing smile. Because that is white women's Beyonce. Ain't it, though? See, uh, I think Kanye was right all along about Taylor, man. He me too. Like, we I trust this chick. Because uh, she's too. even been in denial about the whole, like, oh, like, they played the famous song to her, right? And she's like, 
No, no, I, I never approved that. And like, they were like, we got voicemails and shit. If you say it, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking about? She got an image to protect, man. You know, America's sweetheart Taylor Swift, leaving a you string know, of broken-hearted men behind. Mm-hmm. As long as long as there's a controversy and people still talking, that's all she cares about. Mm-hmm. Calvin's <laughs> tweets came out uh, almost two years of after uh, two mo- after almost two years of drama between the pop princesses. Um, and as the Scottish DJ confirms, Taylor and Kate is much talked about. Row the takes a look back at where. Oh, and then the Daily Mail takes a look back at where all the bad beef came from, and they got a bunch of pictures and shit of them chilling. Um, the two singers started out as friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they were spotted catching up at several Grammy Awards over the years, but their relationship then turned sour around 2012 when Katie began dating Taylor's ex, John Mayer. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, getting, oh that, that is the reason, probably, right? A man Tom came Mayer, between he, women. He, he did some stuff to tell that she wasn't uh, too happy about. Mm-hmm. So, a man coming between two best friends. Mm-hmm. How often does this so, tale, tale happen? Why, ne- why neither Katie nor Taylor has ever directly confirmed the long-standing feud? It has been well documented, and Katie is said to have inspired Taylor's hit song "Bad Blood." The track is about falling out with someone she thought was a friend, and the pop star explained the story behind it during an interview with Rolling Stone. For years, I was never sure if we were friends or not. She would come up to me at award shows and say something and walk away, and I would think, are we friends, or did she just give me the harshest insult of my life? Then last year, the other star crossed the line. She did something so horrible, I was like, oh, we're just straight-up enemies, and it wasn't even about a guy. It had to do with business. She basically tried to sabotage an entire arena tour she tried to hire a bunch of people out from under me taylor who said that she is surprisingly non-confrontational then admitted that there may be a personal aspect to the rivalry but added but i don't think there would be any personal problem if she weren't competitive the personal problem she was likely referring to was katie's relationship with john who taylor penned the breakup ballad dear john about man i wonder what calvin about to get the best one of these songs though right oh yeah they're coming she's coming after him yeah he earning his he like yeah, i'm about to put your business in these streets everything <laughs> she's like, well, he got a small dick oh i'm 25 <laughs> well you know what she might beat him to it because don't she make a a, a bomb album after every breakup yeah yeah typically oh, yeah. yeah she was like oh you ain't saying that and i ain't gonna say nothing to make more money than you Mm-hmm. Yep. um how it turned nasty it didn't take the internet long to suggest katie was the star taylor was talking about in the interview the birthday hit maker only added fuel to the rumors when she tweeted the following beware the regina george in sheep's clothing it was then found that in 2013 a backup dancer who performed at katie's 2011 tour had revealed to the examiner that he and two others were hired by taylor for her red tour which ran from march 2013 to june 2014 but halfway through katie offered them spots on her prism tour which kicked off may 2014 and they decided to switch over leaving taylor's camp prematurely tmz reported that taylor felt betrayed by the dancers and fired them on the spot however it was claimed that they had asked for a 30-day out clause when they signed up for a tour because they were waiting for perry who they had worked with on previous teenage dream extravaganza uh to go back on the road uh addressing a few claims katie did little to squash the rumors of their rift following fe- the following february as she discussed the roles pop stars have in media during an interview with l magazine 
you got to name someone the villain someone the princess someone the mom the dad type you know there's always there always has to be characters as pop figures we're all characters and the media uses that who is the sweetheart who is the villain you know taylor's the sweetheart kanye is the villain that's the narrative mm, she's trying to say y'all y'all made that up three months three months later the shake it off hit maker told the telegraph i'm never going to talk about her in my interview it's not going to happen but that's you talking about her technically she added during an interview with gq that was released in october i never said anything that would point a finger in a specific direction to one person and i can sleep at night knowing that man we know you talking about her girl yeah she's (laughs) try try to act like she being slick yeah it's like if i was just like oh i mean i'm not gonna say what size popcorn the podcast i got beef is Ah! but it ain't (laughs) but it ain't large and it ain't small okay let it be known then (laughs) rod they they hired my talent from out from under me and coincidentally (laughs) the details match up with that scenario (laughs) oh man katie's ex-boyfriend diplo and he's they date some losers diplo weighed, yeah. <laughs> weighed in on the drama during an interview with gq uh he said taylor swift is very strategic with her friends and enemies and i know lots of secrets then in august of last year taylor apparently poked fun at katie during the performance of bad blood in, on her 1989 tour when a breakup dancer held up a shark puppet now you guys remember that's <laughs> in reference to the super bowl where they had the dancers dressed as sharks and yeah. one of the oh, yeah, that was a horrible after show. yeah <laughs> one of the sharks was off <laughs> he was way off no. no that shark was off that that shark did not give a fuck that shark was <laughs> like nah it's my party <laughs> <laughs> taylor swift holler at me <laughs> yeah, that shark was, side. i'm a i'm a shell <laughs> yeah. that shark was like i'm not swimming with the pack um <laughs> shortly after that happened um uh katie perry began following a instagram account called slutty taylor swift <laughs> <laughs> the shade. meanwhile some suggested katie was referencing the feud as re- recently as last month uh when she released her mad love perfume because baby now that we've got bad blood you know it used to be mad love are the lyrics from bad blood however katie's last fragrance was called mad potion so it may just be coincidental Mm -mm. Mm -mm. see you know if these were uh two uh you know going back to the hip-hop artists you know if this was you know little kim and faith evans there would have been some punches thrown they're not doing this whole passive aggressiveness they're Mm -hmm. going in well you know somebody's gonna get a somebody's gonna get that hot comb upside their head here's the thing that i find very interesting right um i feel like at the beginning of the show i guarantee there was at least one person listening going see this is what's wrong with black women can't even get along <laughs> fox said brown don't talk about she ain't got to talk about why she didn't get invited just don't say nothing be bigger than that white people don't do this and then the next like two articles later it's like and then she said i'm gonna follow taylor swift is a bitch on twitter you know like <laughs> like white people just as messy man oh, uh, yep but uh yeah i mean you know hip-hop is a little different because you know Lil kim did go to jail for shooting some people and shit yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah cause yeah, the taylor the taylor was g that mm-hmm. chart that was 
uh, performing during her concert, she would have walked up to it with a fake shotgun and shot its head off. Mm-hmm. That would have been. That would have been awesome. That would have been extra. That would have been very extra. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> I was just, just asking questions. Like, whoa, 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 Taylor. If she, oh, if, yeah. if Taylor Swift was real, she'd be in the next Sharknado. You know, kill a kill a whole bunch of right sharks. <laughs> Poor Vivica, she couldn't even make it through a Sharknado. Movie. I know, man, but she gave up her life so that we could live, y'all. <laughs> Recognize the sacrifice. Um. Last year, Katie weighed in when Taylor got into a war wars with Nicki Minaj. Uh, the blank space hit maker had thought she was the target of a tweet Nicki posted about, uh, her video of the year, Anaconda. Uh, if your video celebrates women with very slim bodies, you will be nominated for video of the year, Nicki wrote. The pair then got into a fight when Taylor replied, I've done nothing but love and support you. It's unlike you to pit women against, uh, each other. Maybe one of the, the men took your spot uh nikki and taylor made up and later performed together during the war ceremony after taylor apologized claiming that she had misunderstood and misspoke however not before katie had shared her piece writing finding it ironic to parade the pit women against each other uh each women each other against other women argument about as one unmeasurably uh capitalizes on the takedown of a woman so i guess she's like you you ain't care when it was me mm-hmm um so then katie revealed during the interview with the new york times that she extended an invite to taylor to attend to attend a pre-grammy party she was hosting katie explained that the star had been invited to the bash in february along with adele but she wasn't sure if they would be attending it's just up to their schedules however taylor was not present for the event which was thrown by spotify a music streaming service that she pulled her album from and criticized for not appropriately conversating artists uh then calvin harris goes on twitter and says and she see uh people magazine said taylor swift wrote calvin harris and rihanna's hit this is what you came for reps confirm problem oh people magazine da 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 all right and so then he says and she sings on a little bit of it too amazing lyric writer and she smashed it as usual i wrote the music produced the song arranged it and cut the vocals though and initially she wanted it kept secret hence the pseudonym hurtful to me at this point that her and her team would go so far out of their way to try and make me look bad at this stage though i figure if you're happy in your new relationship you should focus on that instead of trying to tear your ex-boyfriend down for something to do i know you're off tour and you need someone new to try and bury like katie etc but i'm not that guy sorry i won't allow it please focus on the positive aspects of your life because you earned a great one yo is she a sociopath I, I, think, I think she sounds crazy. Isn't she like she's twenty five, right? Mm-hmm. She ain't got a butt. She ain't got ass whooped once. That's what it is. Oh, so she she's twenty five ah. years old. She ain't got. Well, maybe beef. she did. That's why she ain't got no ass. No, but nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a white girl try so hard to pretend like she has that butt. Yeah, True. Taylor Swift. No, but 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 yeah, that's yeah. The, that's the thing when people have have never been checked before then you know they're gonna do shit like this and they're gonna keep on coming at people somebody has to check her and she's gonna get she's gonna mess with the wrong person and that person's gonna straight up grab her by her hair and then next well i know, think that's what gonna, happened with the nikki thing up. i think that's what happened with the nikki thing right nikki was coming at her but she's like no 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 no, no i don't want any of that because remember yeah, miley cyrus said some shit she want and that's when nikki was like yo come step to me if you want to talk about some real shit and Miley was like no i'm gonna go well, what, what was funny is that Nikki's comments weren't, they were kind of like general. Yeah. Like it could have been about a lot of artists and Taylor Swift stepped in front of that bullet feeling all taking it personal. And then 
realized that this shit wasn't even about her and then she had to apologize but now everybody knows you know like hit dogs hollering and shit um so yeah uh calvin and her fell out and she's had other feuds and all this stuff so it sounds like white people's news is quite interesting y'all still mm-hmm. still keeping it real out there guys and you're welcome that's been your segment on white people's news today yeah, and they <laughs> say we don't care mm-hmm um so i have a mayonnaise sandwich (laughs) 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 oh shit all right let's get into our segments um let's uh talk about um fucking with black people let me go play the theme song music uh here we go We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game where we go all around the globe and we find different articles and we assign point scores from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people. Today's contestants, everybody. All right. Let's see who's fucking with us today. uh charles barkley charles barkley's in the Uh news he was recently on the levitard show he called in and did an interview on the on the radio and uh he said uh we've got to do better as black people Mm -hmm. he says black people have got to do better in response to last week's shootings of black men by police and the sniper attack that left five dead in dallas five officers dead in dallas in an interview on ESPN Radio's Dan Levitar show Tuesday, Barkley said that the police have made some mistakes, but that don't give us the right to ride and shoot cops. He continued that it bothers him that black people never get mad when black people kill each other, and we never get mad when black people kill each other, which it was has always bothered me. Wait, now, was this Charles Barkley or Bill Cosby? Which one did you say this was? <laughs> yeah, Charles Barkley. He's problematic. He periodically just says shit like this. I like that he forgets that we know he's Charles Barkley. Right. I like that he forgets that he was in fucking Space Jam and he needs to keep his goddamn mouth shut. <laughs> like, you, like he, you threw a dude through a plate glass window, Mr. Nonviolence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this nigga's good... lucky he didn't get shot by the cops himself when he's speeding down the highway trying to get a blowjob. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Like, I hate when people say that stuff, like, white people got to do better. It's like, clearly, people are upset because in society, we apparently think not saying cops need to lose their lives, but that blue lives are more important than black people. Indeed. Right. And that's a fucked up thing that, I have, as a black person, I have to think about. It's well, weird. You know it's weird that if you say, when we say black lives matter, people hear only black lives matter, right? Even though that's not what's being said. But then in return they'll say blue lives matter but if they think we meant only black lives matter so when they say blue lives matter they do mean only blue lives matter like yeah like not your black ass life these cops that's it that's when it became a tragedy then then they say things like you know well that cop you know they're just trying to get home to his family like yeah so am i yeah so am i i'm gonna go with my family too we all left the house with one goal in mind yeah so go home that night right go home with somebody else but either way you want to go home charles goes on to say uh i've always said it was as black people wait i always said if we as black i mean hold on i've always said that if we as black people want more respect ernie we have to give each other respect 
you can't demand respect from white people and if the cops and the cops if you don't respect each other he added there's a lot of blame to go around and i'm not going to get a tv get on tv and yell like all those other idiots so he went on the radio to yell yeah you know what it seems to me like charles barkley is fucking with us a (laughs) hundred (laughs) percent it's terrible uh how he's fucking with us terrible terrible how much he's fucking with us terrible uh, he said, Big old watermelon head. <laughs> he said, I'm not perfect. I'm not trying to be perfect, but you have to ask yourself, are you part of the problem? Are you part of the solution? You added, I think some of the cops are panicking under pressure. Uh, uh, of course, Levitard, this hit a nerve for oh, him. And he pointed out that police are more likely to panic around black men than those of other races. Right. Barkley responded saying he didn't think racial profiling was right, but he could see why white officers stereotype black people because some are crooks there mm-hmm. there's some yeah. uh, i'm sorry i i because I, I had a debate about this shit on facebook you know when everything started going down and one of my friends is a cop and i use friends very loosely um <laughs> dude i know is a cop and like he you know they're talking about you know all this shit like that and i my main thing is like yo why is it that every time that something happens with the black people, they immediately look and just say, all right, well, what did this black dude do to get himself shot by the police? What, mm-hmm. Why did you not follow directions and shit like that? I'm like, yo, that could be anybody. I yeah. said, yo, one day you may look at the news and see, oh, Justin got shot. Justin's dead. I'm like, I would hope you wouldn't be like, what did Justin do to get shot by the police? And you'd be like, why the fuck did the police just shoot Justin? Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what that's all we want. That's right. all we want. But you shouldn't have to do a hypothetical to your friend like, well, what would you do if I got shot? <laughs> yeah. Normal conversation started. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, yeah. I guess I hadn't thought about these people as humans. My fault, dog. Exactly. It was like I well, I would wait until the evidence came out, of course, because yeah. I know that anything could happen. Yeah. Maybe I know you that went one time just you got really mad. <laughs> Maybe you went totally black on them. Okay. <laughs> Um, like, when you have conversations with people like that, that's the kind of people that are like with the Trayvon Martin thing. They were like, "What well, a kid shouldn't have fought him." I'm like, if you're a teenager and some random big dude is following you through your neighborhood, you gonna fucking defend yourself. You're not gonna just be like, "Oh, I'll I'll go wherever you tell me to go." Fuck that. There, he says, there is some reason why there's racial stereotypes because some of those black people out there are committing crimes. Let's don't sit there and act like all hands, all our hands are clean um as for barkley's claims that black people don't get mad when black people kill each other levitar said that's not true uh he says we don't nearly have as much outrage as when a white cop kills somebody barkley shot back calling dan levitar out for not being black himself and dan said i've been black all my life i mean he said dan i've been black all my life most black people i know are killed by other black people and he went on to say the officers in both the recent shootings of Alton Sterling and Philando Castle clearly overreacted, but says he can sympathize with the pressure of their job. There's no doubt in my mind I'm fighting with a guy, and I hear somebody scream, gun. I got a gun. I'm going to shoot the guy. One, you're not a trained officer. Two, that's not what happened. Yeah. So, like, why do we have to keep making up scenarios of what, the, what happened when we have videotape and people are still like, yeah, but assuming it happened a whole different way in another reality uh you got to shoot them right well you know what it it comes down to this um police officers they're hired because they're supposed to be better they're supposed to be held at a higher standard if you can't 
hold yourself at that standard, you should not be a police officer. Yeah. If you feel if you if, if you're afraid of black people, if you see a black dude over there and you immediately have to have your hand on your gun, you don't need to be a police officer. Yeah. You need to protect and serve by writing tickets. That's what you need to be doing. You be be a meter maid. I That's feel like the only way I feel do. like they held to a lower standard. Like you know what I mean? Because like if you shoot somebody, you going to jail. Yep, you know, sure. <laughs> like if you shoot someone in cold blood and we got fucking film of it, we were like, damn, man, I miss Justin. You know, <laughs> wish he wouldn't have did that on film. Yeah, he going to jail. They what gonna a, lock him up. If a cop breaks protocol and shoots a person down in cold blood, like the standard is lowered like a motherfucker. It's like, well, you know, cops have stressful lives and things are crazy. <laughs> he was a, he was in a bad day that, that day. He hadn't eaten and you know, when this blood sugar gets low, I mean, can you really blame him? I mean, sure, he called him a nigger, but I mean, are we sure he wasn't going to say he's niggerly and he just cut his word off Aww. in the middle of the word? We don't know, guys. <laughs> Look, I, at any rate, what I'm trying to say is not guilty. So sorry, black you, community. What happened to cops being able to like defend themselves with their hands? You know what I mean? Like, y'all ever seen that movie, End of Watch? Yeah. When, uh, oh, yeah. Where the cop like fights the, the dude in his house, like he was like hitting his wife or whatever. Mm-hmm. He like fights him with his hands. Like they have like they they like have it out and whatever. Not saying every cop should like go in hand to hand combat. I know what you mean. You'd rather be <laughs> you know what I mean. You'd like, rather be beaten than, than shot. You yeah, shouldn't immediately go to your gun because someone's bigger than you. You should be trained to be able to handle that person. You know yeah. what? I think that we need to just give all cops Snickers. Yeah, Every that's what it is. They feel, they feel like they're about to shoot something. <laughs> yeah. Here's the Snickers. You seem a little, a little, a little yeah, trigger happy today. Like, hey, dog, oh, that would be the best Snickers commercial ever, and they could just end it with Black Lives Matter. Like they have a suspect, and the cop pulls out the gun, and uh when he does, he's a uh, fucking Michael Rappaport, and then someone hands him a Snickers, and then he just turns back to a regular like person, and he's like. Oh, thanks, man. I'm sorry about that. And he's like, ah, don't yeah. worry. When yeah, you don't, yeah. when you don't eat, you get a little racist. When you don't feel like yourself. <laughs> you get a little racist. When you, when yeah. <laughs> Michael Rappaport has played every version of racist, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a, that dude that. Good ass actor. Why spectrum? Yeah. He started off, oh, man, higher learning, man. That was like, Ooh. he went from being like, all quiet, like, hey guys, what party are you going to? To be like, fuck you niggas and Jews. Yeah. <laughs> you always stick together. Niggas and Jews. Niggas and Jews. I was like, oh, damn. Holy shit. I thought Remy was a cool dude. <laughs> and he's just so intense, even on his every day. Have you ever listened to his podcast? No, no I didn't yeah, even know podcast. he had one. He, he's just, just like, you know what, guys? I just can't. I can't. <laughs> he's just going it's like he's about to implode at any fucking point. but i love it though yeah he must be woke as fuck though him and spike lee <laughs> kick it uh all right so zero to 100 carrying the intervals of 25 what would you give that story oh that's 137 okay yes, 100. 100 for karen uh, uh justin yeah no that's 137 right. oh okay okay 137 100 because i'm gonna stick within the parameters I've yeah been given, otherwise i might get shot yeah it's 100 it's 100 so <laughs> it's okay if you go over everybody gave it 100 uh so there you go let's get into our second game which is a game we like to call guest the race now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read to play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today brandon and justin from the movie uh from the medium popcorn po- uh, podcast to guess 
the race and the chat room plays along and the chat room is racist we're happy to be here guys hey we're glad to have you guys we are glad to have you uh here's our first story uh dui suspect kept driving for a mile with a dead pedestrian wedged into her windshield and his severed leg on her trunk after a night of bar hopping well goddamn oh that's a white dude that's a white girl right you said female right yeah we haven't uh i'm gonna read the article you're gonna have more clues a drunk driver allegedly hit and killed a homeless pedestrian and then drove for a mile with his body wedged into her windshield stacy sanchez 29 was arrested outside of her oceanside california home on monday after she walked away from her wrecked car with the victim still stuck inside police say she smashed into the pedestrian on the sidewalk after a night of drinking uh her speed sent him flying through the windshield with such force that his head was resting on the passenger seat Mm, i guess she didn't want no scrubs the man's leg also detached from his body and flew through the back window landing on the trunk of the car how fast was she going uh i don't know she tore this man in half it's like the beginning of fargo season two. Oh yeah uh sanchez got out of the car yeah it was good until he had that fucking alien ship i'm sorry i'm sorry this has nothing to do. <laughs> sanchez got out of the car screaming when she arrived back in the cul-de-sac where she lived she then walked around the corner and entered her home edgar esparza left his house and saw the car with the body still on the windshield the teenager then asked Sanchez what had happened. He's a nice guy. I would have called the cops. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what happened to that body? Is in your car. Hey, did you I see? <laughs> is, is it Halloween and nobody told me? A homeless dude ran through your car, cut his little leg off. Uh, but she said everything was fine when he asked her what happened. Hey, you got a dead homeless dude on your car? Oh no, no, that's just don't worry. It's always been like that. Go to school she added that her clothes that her he, he added that her clothes suggested she had been out all night when paramedics arrived to pronounce they pronounced the pedestrian dead at the scene and yeah no shit uh, <laughs> i'm sorry man but this dude didn't have a leg to stand on all right it was uh sorry oh uh, oh really you gonna grumble brandon <laughs> i was gonna say that means his, his dick probably fell off and yeah. all this shit probably Bring got off to the dick man Bring up, don't leave the dick out of this probably got off on the wrong foot you know um investigators were placing evidence markers where his wallet keys and pants have been found they also had to cover the car with a tarp so neighbors couldn't see the body uh Aww. he's believed to have been walking to a soup kitchen when he was knocked down shit i guess that soup was chunky now Ha <laughs> uh, Worst thing is, a girl I went to high school died the same exact way. Oh man! Yeah, why you gotta make it real? Leg, I mean, it is real. Leg on she, the trunk was, is as well. Riding her bike along the you know, highway, and uh, some guy high on whatever hit her and her boyfriend. She was implanted into the windshield. Dude didn't stop. And just kept, kept on driving. Somebody else had to stop. How the fuck do you think you can drive out of that? Yeah. This is like, ah, it's cool. You know, I'm going to go to the auto body shop. Yeah. Body out the car. Guess I got to go to the car wash. 
um so yeah uh sanchez told police she had been drinking in several bars that night and was on her way home she allegedly hit the man who had not been identified she's been she's in jail now facing drunk drive charges and her bails were set at a hundred thirty thousand dollars guess the race of mrs what is her first name uh stacy sanchez guys i'm still going white right. even though her last name is sanchez i'm going spanish All but right. she's a spanish girl that thinks she's white spanish girl like thinks she's shit. white okay let's check the chat room and see what they believe uh the race is um white says emil she didn't know it was because the pedestrian fit in with the other 11 people sitting in the car latino oh el camino mm, that's pretty good uh all right well the correct answer is she was latino so there you go and one of you missed it and uh if you want to see her picture i'll put it in the chat for you um this is her like this this looks like her uh thirst trap uh picture right here this first one so oh oh yeah very latino man eyebrows tattooed on everything so she's just like the kind of chick that gets so drunk and not knows that she murdered somebody Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i definitely swipe right on uh swipe right on that until i found out about the murder you know what i'm saying i probably after the murder it's still yeah well you know you did say you like a you do like a a, a very they aggressive to, woman that's what you're yeah. men more aggressive than killing a nigga and driving for another mile yeah yeah kill a nigga drive him home that's, uh, that's one way to get him home let's take it to the bonus round on this one guys let's see um where's my uh bonus round music uh here we go Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, uh, it's one zero uh, for Justin. Uh, wait, no, for Brandon. For Brandon. Sorry about that. Oh uh, Lord. I apologize. I apologize. Uh, let's just pretend that didn't happen. Go to the bonus round. The bonus round is brought to you by Bevel. That's right bevel is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse curly hair and sensitive skin step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps check out getbevel.com today so you can get that clearer smoother skin uh everybody wants that people want that for you people in your life won't see good things come for you if you got a birthday coming up or something treat yourself okay it'll be the best gift you got and it uh continues to keep on giving it's basically a subscription uh shaving system and they re-up on uh, your blades priming oil shaving cream and restoring balm like every three or four months uh so you never have to make another trip to the store comes with a shaving razor shaving brush um and and everything in the starter kit and uh like i said i shave with it you know get your beard game tight get your if you're going completely smooth go completely smooth don't go completely smooth with a chance of bumpiness go all the Ah. way smooth because that's what people like they like a smooth face um so yeah tbgwt is the code to get 20 percent off of your first month at getbevel.com g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l.com code tbgwt now 
a man went on a carjacking spree that ended at the chrysler plant uh-oh mm-hmm uh, a man is accused of carjacking four different people at gunpoint in the span of three hours on saturday before being arrested at the chrysler jefferson north plant damn uh according to criminal complaint delmon dandridge uh carjacking spree began about 6 a.m uh when he took a chrysler 300 from a driver at valero gas at a valero gas station 7:26 a.m he allegedly drove the chrysler 300 uh to another road and approached a jeep commander the complaint said dangerous then hit the driver's side door with a handgun until the driver opened it and got out with her two-year-old child at 8 a.m he drove the jeep to a bp gas station uh and he tried to take a dodge caliber from a driver when the driver refused dandridge pointed the gun at the driver and tried to fire twice but the gun was stuck the driver eventually let him take the car dandridge allegedly i mean shit i guess after two two misses you got it no it only take one time for the gun to work yeah it's like russian roulette you ain't gonna play that with your car (laughs) right <laughs> he, he probably felt stupid for saying no in the first place after he right, pulled that trigger yeah. twice well shit then you can have it i thought you was fucking around bro uh dandridge allegedly drove to the jefferson north plant got into a chevy express van that was running and drove off he returned the van a short time later like a library book and forced two people out on of the van he then drove the van under a bridge which ripped the top off of it then <laughs> then he got out and walked into the plant <laughs> he was held by chrysler employees until police arrived and they took him into custody uh dangerous took the po- told the police the gun belonged to his girlfriend and he was bringing it to her oh, oh i'm just holding this i'm just carrying this to my girl this ain't mm-hmm. even mine uh he was he has felony convictions for assaulting and resisting a police officer assault with intent to do bodily harm for murder and a felony gun charge guess the race of mr delmon dandridge i'm going with white mm-hmm Delmont Dandridge. That sounds like some like Irish book. All right. I feel like I've only got one shot to win this. Mm-hmm. This ain't Hamilton, huh? So I, I just <laughs> no. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go and say he's black. All right. Let's check the chat room. See what yeah. they believe. White. See. She didn't notice because of. Oh wait, no. Wait. Cassidy from Preacher White. Delmont <laughs> messing up a woman. Delmont messing up his woman's car. A brother uh does his life matter depends on who you ask i guess the correct answer is and for the steal and the win justin gets it he was black you played it wrong brandon and uh brandon you lost All right, and then last thing we got to do, uh, sword ratchetness, guys. The longest sound effect ever. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to keep going. Yep. And then he gets killed right around there. All right, guys. Um, sword ratchetness continues to plague the United States and mm-hmm. the rest of the world uh, because not enough people um, pay attention to it. It's a very serious problem. Uh, Winnipeg man ha- was killed with his own sword after challenging an accused sex offender in an apparent case of vigilante justice. Shit. Yeah, went wrong. 
uh now the target of the initial attack is pleaded guilty to manslaughter damien fountain 28 will be sentenced later this year following the completion of a court ordered report philip rick george amos 25 was beaten and stabbed to death outside of a north end apartment in september 2013 crown attorney chris vanderhoofed told court the court monday that amos went looking for a fontaine while armed with a sword he was joined by a female friend who was carrying a bat they found fontaine in the courtyard of the complex just at the 4 a.m amos began an attack and stabbed fontaine who quickly overpowered and disarmed him and then stabbed him three times twice in the heart once in the lower back oh. amos tried to flee but was chased down and kicked he was rushed to the hospital but could not be saved what happened to the woman in this how'd she get away uh we agree that there is at least an element of provocation said uh vanderhoof uh further details on the killing will be presented at some sentence at the sentencing here in september 19th fontaine was set to begin a jury trial in the fall on a more serious charge of second degree murder but the crown agreed to drop that in exchange for the guilty flea um the apparently vanderhoof said fontaine was impaired by alcohol and crack cocaine at the time of the killing uh yep cracking swords don't mix y'all fontaine had been living in the area while out on bail and allegedly raped a female uh, allegedly raped a female acquaintance he was charged in 2009 with aggravated sexual assault my brother didn't like abuse against women he always stood up for people who couldn't defend themselves grace amos previously told the free press she doesn't believe there was a history between amos and fontaine but that he likely heard about the man from friends and associates in the neighborhood and then decided to confront the man amos also had his own legal issues and was out on bails for a weapon related offense at the time that he was slain he was a well-known car thief who was being monitored by a community corrections worker and a probation officer so this motherfucker was a criminal himself and was like but i ain't no sex offender i'm gonna kill you with a sword and then ah. the, the sex offender dude was like oh yeah well i'm nice with swords too and killed that nigga ah. <laughs> all right Wait, guys you give him a sword too he took the sword from him like he was like give wow. me your sword bitch and killed him that's a terrible a way to die die by a sex offender flipping the tables on you dog that's a terrible way to die you didn't even have to go out like that could have left well enough alone he did his time um make sure you guys go check out medium popcorn man it's yes, a great please. podcast i was on the latest episode or am on the latest episode so you guys go listen to it uh you guys can hear me talk about my second favorite movie of all time the last dragon uh which i know backwards and forward anyway and we had a great conversation uh follow brandon on twitter at american collins uh make sure you follow follow justin on twitter he's j brown did it on twitter and um make sure you listen to their podcast man uh any uh y'all y'all going up anytime any dates uh you want people to be aware of mm-hmm. uh right now i mean next uh two tuesdays you guys if you're in new york city come check uh justin and i out our Grits Tuesday dinner show at uh, 12 St. Mark's Place, the B Spot. Do free comedy at 7 p.m. every Tuesday night. So uh, just follow us on uh, on Twitter to learn more details about where we're going to be going after that. But every Tuesday, we're going to be there. There you go, so- guys. So we'll be back uh, Saturday yep. for feedback Saturday. show at some point. So we'll talk to you guys then. Um, until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Bye, Bye.